yeah so when they get back their their dad's like we thought you guys were dead like where have you been they would not tell him right? yeah because they swore this oath right uh but their dad was like he's like you're fed right right you're dressed in princely attire like there's no way that you were just out in the woods this entire time right and basically that's like what i get from them is them just saying like we were safe yeah new day it's a new day i got new setup i got new equipment yeah angle is different even angles in the corner i was in the corner last time new mug same old mug um ariel took a picture of me with this mug dressed exactly like this deer because <laughs> i have red glasses and a sweater that looks just like that of course you do yeah because of course you do uh-huh um how's your rowing going man uh i'm at seventy-five thousand meters nice yeah getting there i know i should have done it yesterday but i spent the day working in the garage mm. so i rode two days ago for the first time in a really long time nice how yeah. did that go it was fine i rode i rode a mile uh <laughs> and i rode it like uh 203 205 pace that's good it was fine. I, <clears throat> I did because uh, it. Go ahead. It was at the climbing gym that Ariel's got the membership at. Oh yeah, yeah. But because it was there, I had to have a mask on, and so I'm just like, <gasps> <laughs> as I'm rowing. So, but other than that, it was it was good. Yeah, I did. Uh, it was. Have you have you ever done the ghost? Mm-mm. So the ghost is done. Uh, fight. Is it fight gone bad style? Yeah, fight gone bad style. Okay. It's, uh, it's rowing, burpees, uh, double unders. So it's just three movements, but it's six rounds for time. Ugh. One minute per station and then one minute rest. Uh, and so I was like, well, I just, I don't want, I don't feel like just rowing today. Yeah. I was like, I should do a workout. So I did that. Um, I did okay. Nice. I did okay for my age because I'm a master now. hey we've been masters for a while i know um i did a workout yesterday that i i actually really liked it was i mean it was garbage but i liked it it was um five rounds for time 10 handstand push-ups 100 double unders oh we did the we did the one you programmed which one uh legolas oh yeah how'd it go uh, it was good. Uh, I think I texted you about it actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I did mine on the rower. I did my running part on the rower. Right. So I ended up doing. Uh, what did I end up doing? Two k. I did two k on the rower. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Chris said I should do sixteen hundred because that's a mile. Like, yeah. Then I'll do two k, and then I got to sixteen hundred. I was like, fuck, I should have done sixteen. <laughs> uh, that extra four hundred really really hurt uh but it was good uh it was um it was difficult yeah yeah it was a it was a lot Uh, it took both of you over 35 minutes right yeah and i actually i had asked you i was like well should it take this long or should you be like cycling through things no it should take a while yeah so yeah that was good it seems to me something written for legolas 
should be quick. <laughs> right? Nah, he's, he's great. Because he's, he's great over long distances. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's dwarves. Yeah, but he's actually great over long yeah, distances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, wait, dwarves aren't great at long distances. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're wasted on long distances. Right. Yeah. They're good at they're, sprinting. They're natural sprinters. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Melissa on the second run was just like, yeah, I couldn't run. Like I couldn't get my feet under me. So yeah, like, this was the fastest I went. So, well, yeah. that's good. I mean, your guys' times were about what I was looking for. So, um, yeah, I actually like the fact that the burpee pull-ups kind of slowed things down. That was kind of, I mean, that was that's going to be the, that's going to be the slowest part of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Like just trying to get down and then all the way back up into a pull-up. Yeah. It was a, it was essentially a jumping pull-up. Yeah. 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 Which is great. I mean, that's kind of what it's supposed to be. You kind of yeah. use the momentum the into momentum it. The momentum of the burpee jump to yeah. get into that pull-up. Yeah. yeah. That was the worst part. <laughs> um, what was it again? Burpee pull-up. Yeah. It was one mile run. And then it was... Um, box jump uh-huh uh burpee pull up empty barbell thrusters oh that's right that's right that's right yeah yeah that wasn't too bad right it was yeah that's kind of like it's the bending like jackie. Over part, though. yeah like having to pick up a empty barbell from the ground all the way from the ground yeah um yeah so the very first i, I talked to you about um I, I I'm putting this out there because I'll I'll end up telling like this will hear him as well. Uh, but I talked to you about how on our coaching website we're going to be doing like these six week programs for different skills. Um, so the first one, the one that we're writing right now, is uh, handstand walking. Nice. Um, so that'll be the first thing that Carlos and Melissa try out. Oh, so we're doing handstand walking. Mm-hmm. I thought you said it was Olympic lifting. Both <laughs> gymnastics and Olympic lifting. We're yeah. going to do both of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the plan is to make like 20 of these things. And they're, and they're how long? They're like, they're six week programs. Six week programs. When, yeah. when do we start? Melissa wants to know when we start because the games are starting in like yeah. a couple weeks. It, it won't be, I don't know. It'll probably still be like another week or two. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, we we both seem to be uh, punching our swole card a little bit more often. I mean, you with at, at least getting your rowing done every day, right? Yeah. Well, not good. every day, but uh, enough. enough enough to to not like fall back too much. Yeah. Um, so Which there... I, could, I could tell I could tell a difference like off the bat. Yeah. With my with my rowing, like it's not. It's not as difficult when I f- like first started rowing and it seems to be getting easier. That's good. I mean, that was kind of what you were asking about or like, that's like wondering, hoping. right? You're well, like, that's what I was kind of hoping for. Yeah. Right? Like, is this going to get easier or is it just going to suck for an entire yeah. year? <laughs> yeah. No, it's Yeah. And it's getting easier. Like I could do, like I could sit down and do like a 5k. Nice. Every day if I wanted to. That's awesome. Um, I don't think I could do that right now. Honestly, the wanting to. Yeah. Yeah, it's about it's like 20 minutes. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's just something about like right now, um, because I haven't been consistent, I just 
continually blame my lack of cardio on the elevation. <laughs> like I've been here for eight months, but like, you know, you should be, you should be accustomed to it. By now. Yeah, it should. Be. Well, but the problem Get is yourself is a I, rower. Yeah. I mean, that's rower. the problem is that I haven't been consistent with like getting my heart rate and my breathing up at higher altitude. So I'm not really used to it. I'm just yeah. like suffering through it each time that I do it. So it's getting better. It's getting better. Good. Yeah. Um, you know what life wasn't getting better during? Uh, during uh, the period of time after Dagger Bragalak? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really I... wasn't. Last time we talked, we, we ended the very last one all about um, the, the last history one. We ended it with uh, Sauron taking Minas Tirith uh and turning it into the isle of werewolves um and i i call it the isle of werewolves because i have a really hard time saying gaurhoth hole in gaurhoth gaurhoth yeah um so like that's where we first or that's kind of where we left things uh in the in the history now there is something that uh i i went on like a, a little rant when when we were um, when I was going back over the history portion of this uh, with Ariel yesterday, um, that nobody who cares will listen to this, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but there is a fun little rant that's coming up actually here pretty quick in the history that I'm going to go over and you and I are going to discuss and like really get into it and it'll be fun. Um, but until then, uh, basically what's been happening is that entire area has now been controlled, uh, by Sauron. Right. And I mean, like elves are running scared. They had an entire area where they were at that is now just a wasteland. They're trying to figure out where to go. Tons of the Noldor have been killed. <clears throat> Another big, huge chunk of them have now been captured. Right. And they they went to um, uh, they were captured and brought to Angban. And because of that, um, this was the best and time. We're not told that they're converted into orcs. Right. We're no we're told in the book that. They're captured and they're made to work for Sauron as um, thralls, as thralls, um, putting to use what they their knowledge and what they know so yeah so my my thoughts on orcs at this point is i don't think at this point in the history any more elves are being turned into orcs no i think orcs are a self-sustaining race at this point at this point right so i think <clears throat> i actually think so we talked about how um in the valinor episode we were talking about how all um vanyar are in Valinor now, right? There's no Vanyar elves anywhere except for in Valinor. Um, I actually think that the only elves that are, or the only orcs, what's the best way to say this? The only orc descendants that are elves are Avari. That's like, I don't think that any of the, once they broke off into, you know, Noldor, Teleri, and um, um, Vanya, uh -huh. 
Like, I think <clears throat> after that, it was just the Avari that were being taken. And then after, you know, the first thousand years, you didn't really need to take them anymore. You had a self-sustaining. You created a new. Orc race. Species. You created a new variety. Right, right. Which is essentially a new species. Well, and we'll talk about that a little bit too. Um, so at this point, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that they were captured and they were used by Morgoth and Sauron as elves, right? Because <clears throat> we even, we, we find one of the elves that gets captured a ways down from now, right? right. right? Um, and he was captured during this time, basically. Yeah. Um, and he was still an elf. He was an emaciated elf, but you know, yeah. still an elf. So they're being captured. But at the same time as they're being captured, you've got Noldor and Sindar elves that are looking for sanctuary because their homes were burned. They were destroyed. They're running away. Like all of this stuff. It, it's just chaos in Valerian, right? Um, and they're looking for sanctuary, but you have lies being spread and some truths right we always go back to that whole like they it works because there's truth in them right. um so you've got lies and some truths mixed in being spread by morgoth sauron well not morgoth himself right but morgoth's people or probably given, sauron morgoth's given the order right i need you guys <clears throat> to and so they're spreading these lies some of those lies may even be coming from the Noldor that are, or the Noldor and Sindar that are like under the thraldom of Morgoth, we don't really know, but it's probably more likely Sauron, right? Doing all of this. Yeah. Um, and so then you've got these, you, you're finally getting what Melkor wanted, and that's this discord between elves, right? They don't trust each other. They know more and more about like the kin slaying that happened and like and now they know that like some of these elves got carted off. So what if this elf is actually like a spy of Morgoth and well, not somebody they they were like they were releasing right the, the elves that they'd captured. Right? And that's part of that truth, right? Yeah. And that's and he's sending them out and it, it got so bad, right? Because they were still under you know, Sauron or Morgoth's control, not control, but just under his kind of influence. Influence. Yeah. They were scared um, of shit from him. Yeah. We see we see it later with with Hurin, Hurin, right? And, right. And you know, him essentially doing shit that ultimately causes yeah bad things. Not not until on until like he's released from it later. Right. We'll talk about that later. But but yeah, they're releasing elves out into uh, back back to back to the Noldor, right? Back to the Sindar because they are capturing Sindar elves as well, mm -hmm. um, and they're causing trouble so much so to the point that the Noldor and the Sindar essentially reject anybody that comes back. Right. So you're a POW, right? yeah, and you try to come back to your country, and they're like, no. Right. They, they don't trust you. They don't trust you because yeah. they, you know, they, they don't deserve to be trusted because right. A lot but of them there's were 
but there's also like the lies being spread by Sauron saying like these guys are coming back as spies of Morgoth right and so like that's another big part of it is then you get to this point where there's this huge discontent between all of the elves that exist in Beleriand and I mean, I say all of the elves, but like Fingal's always had the rule of like, fuck you guys, you're not coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, that that just is what it is. Um, but at this point, because he's got all of this discontent, discontent between the elves, um, he's like, awesome. My my plan is working. Um, let's get men in on this. Right. And he already had some some men on his side um it's not a lot but he already had some men on his side right so he did all he could to start like basically like ringing the bell of come west yeah right he now he had influence on bringing over some easterling chieftains right but we don't know what that influence is. We don't know if that influence is simply like another messenger, like Sauron going over there and being like, Hey, there's this wonderful land to the West, right? Go there. Or for people like Ulfang, if it was full on, like, I will give you a kingdom in the West. Right. Um, and so they come. And the reason why I, I, I specifically single out Ulfang is because we're actually going to talk a little bit about the Easterlings and where they go and this is where my like rant was where your rant is so just to kind of su- yeah go ahead summarize right uh morgoth at this point is uh bringing men to the west uh, he's actually trying to talk to the houses of the edine uh edine as well yeah um, yeah yeah good 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 but they're to their loyalty is still with the elves right they've They've tied themselves to their leash lord, who is a you know an elf king or whatever, right? Whoever's in charge of that area, um, and so they essentially refuse to hear Morgoth out, anyways, which he doesn't like, and right ends up causing problems for for men during this time right now. Well, and I feel like the we'll Adain, yeah, the Adain are kind of just like, dude, we've already fought with you. Like, yeah. like, but, but he is like Morgoth is playing that card of like, I know, and life's been hard, right? Like, it's been tough fighting. He's gaslighting them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, it's been like, it's been tough. Let's, let's, let's put that away. We, we, we don't need that shit, you know? And, and he, cause it says that he, he feigns like mercy or not mercy. Um, what's it say? It says he feigned pity. That's what it was. He was, you know, he's just like, I know. And like, you guys die and you guys don't even know what happens when you die. Like that sucks. Like, how about we just, we don't do that anymore. You know, just, just hear me out and, and we'll be chill. And the Adane are mostly like, nah, man, fuck you. Um, and at this time we get some men from the East coming over. Now, remember, well, remember all men came from the East. Yeah. Okay, so this is where I want to talk. Okay. This is where this is this is where my rant comes from for a bunch of idiots who like to get angry about what they believe, what they perceive the TV show going to be. Okay. Oh God, I I already saw some things today that I. All right, all right but so here we go. Number one, what are the races 
in Middle Earth or in what are the races in the Tolkien Legendarium? There's no races there. So they, they say there oh, the are race of men, the race of dwarves, the race of elves. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hobbits. Okay. Okay, but so people don't know about hobbits. Well, in hobbits, we do we don't even know if they're uh, a specific race in and of themselves, right? So that is like that is a specific wording from Tolkien, right? So men from the east are still in the race of men. Yeah. Okay. Let's just be clear there. Okay. All right. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. The only races in the Tolkien legendarium are men, elves. And dwarves. All right. You've got a lot of different families of dwarves that look very, very different from each other. But guess what? They're all in the same race. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then um, you've got in the very first age, all men came from the east. Mm-hmm. Right. We know that from all the other stories that well, we have. Elves came from the east. Elves came from the east. Right. Yeah. Right. Every. Like, yeah. Yes. Everybody Everybody came from the East, right? But um, you've got these new men that are coming over, right? They're what? New men. (laughs) They're they're what? Like 5,000 years late from when the Edain came over? Enough to hate them. Yeah. So they start to come over and they are, I had to look both of these words up. They are swart or solo. Okay. Swart means dark-skinned. Solo means light brown and or yellow. Okay? okay. So you've got these two, two new houses of men. Mm-hmm. Not races, houses yeah. of men coming over into Balerion in the first age. Okay? Now we know you we, the two houses the two chieftains of the houses that come over are boar and olfing right morgoth is happy that they come over because they know he knows like oh the adain are not going to like them right they're different yeah. and so he brings them over and he knows men well yeah and <laughs> olfing is all about like getting a new kingdom mm-hmm. he likes the west he likes it out there Olfang, it says that Boar and his people are proved faithful. Mm-hmm. Olfang and his people are proved faithless. Mm-hmm. We don't know about that until the Battle of Unnumbered Tears. And in the Battle of Unnumbered Tears, that's when Olfang and his people turn on Carathir. But Boar and his people, Boar actually dies during that battle defending Mydros. And he ends up being called Bore the Faithful. Now, we don't hear much else from his family line, but I am going to say we do hear what happens to Olfing and his family line. They go down and they become the Easterlings, right? However, Boar and his family line, we don't hear about. However, them being faithful to elves, him dying in battle for elves, a dark-skinned man dying in battle for elves and all of his people also being dark-skinned, you're going to tell me that they are now going to be shunned? No, 
they are integrating with other men in the West. That's just how it is. Like, we don't get much else outside of him and his three sons. We don't really hear what happens after that. But because they are faithful, we're told that they are faithful, which means we have no reason to believe that anywhere down the line, they turn to the side of Morgoth. Well, yeah, we're not told that. Right? So the only other real thing to believe is that they integrated with men that were in the West already. There's two options, right? There's two possibilities. Right. What you just said, or that they were completely wiped out. Which yeah, has sure. happened, right? The house yeah. of the house of Halas essentially got decimated, right? Um, it still kind of lives on through descendants, but not like it's like right part. But what I'm saying here is that there is canon telling us that there are dark-skinned men that were faithful to elves and the side of the Adain, which means very very easily that there can be canon saying that there are dark-skinned humans and if we want to believe that hobbits are simply some sort of hybrid of human and elf or whatever there can be dark-skinned hobbits there can be dark skin. You know what I mean? Be, like there could be dark skinned elves. Right. And so it's not, it's, so not, Ari- it's not beyond the, 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 uh, legendarium to have an elf and a man. No. Get together. Right. right? Well, uh, and so who's to say that, you know, uh, the, the, the elf men, you know, combinations that we get, right. Uh, the Elwing and, um, at end Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aragon and Arwen, like Tour and Tour and, uh, and um, Idril, Idril. Like, who's to say that those are the only ones, the only right. things that ever happened, right? So, and we know genetics, right? You know, light skinned parent, dark skinned parent, you're gonna get one or the other, right? So, and 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 that's the a, a mix of the both. We are never a descri- We are never given a description of the skin of any elf that i know of no hair color eye color yes skin never not once and so it's that stuff that makes people assume right right? but why assume and then we are given a description of the color of skin of these specific men no other men these specific men that come over and one of the families proves faithful to the side of elves and men And unless, I mean, we are not told that they're completely wiped out. We are never told that they go to the side of of Morgoth or Sauron. So why would we assume that? Why would the elves who are are retelling this story, right? This is is the story told by the elves. Right. Why would they include someone whose house ultimately sided with Morgoth, right? Mm-hmm. If that's what ended up happening. That didn't happen. He got the title faithful posthumously. So, like you can safely assume that after all this happened, it's not like he died and immediately upon him dying they're like he's faithful. Right. right? It was he died, some time went 
spy, right? They saw what happened with Ulfang. They saw what happened with Bor. Right. And they're like, yeah, he was faithful. And his family's yeah. faithful. Because this line. This line is faithful. And they're here mixing with other people. Right. Yeah. That's now my headcanon. Prove me wrong. That's now my headcanon. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. That's... What's, that? What's that? that meme? Prove me wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing is like, prove me wrong yeah. on this. Find something that tells me that is not yeah. canon. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you want to talk legendarium, there are three races in the legendarium. Dwarves, elven, men. That's yeah. it. Sorry, I mean, buddy. Hence, orcs. Yeah. Well, orcs, yes, we have discussed that orcs have become a race in and of themselves. I don't know that Ents qualify as a race. I feel like they're a large creature. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so. But anyway. Yeah. Um, like moving on from that, that was our big piece of like, everybody shut the fuck up about there being Chris's. dark skinned people yes. on the show. Uh, men <laughs> of Halith were pretty much untouched by this, right? Well, because Because of where they were positioned. They positioned themselves there specifically. Yeah. Right. They, they were like right was next it? to Doriath. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was, uh, um, oh God, well, I can't think of his name right now. Thingle, who's like, yeah, you can hang out there, but you have to protect whatever. Right. Right. We talked about Halith's um, yeah. response to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they were, you know, essentially untouched from this. Right. But because of, what Morgoth had just been able to accomplish and essentially decimating a large part of the Noldor and, you know, um, uh, during Dagger Bragalock, um, uh, they started coming into closer to like Doriath, right? And messing with uh, Halus people. Right. Um, and they would have caused even more trouble, but for Helmir, who is the father of Hurin Tor. Yes. Or Hurin and Hurin and Turin. Yeah. Or Hurin and Hur. Good yeah. Lord. Hurin and Hur. Um, <laughs> uh, so he ends up, you know, sending word to Thingle that these orcs are coming. We need your help. We can't, mm -hmm. we can't clearly defend because there's too many of them um and thingle's like sure let me send my best guy we finally get him belleg strongbow motherfucking right. belleg strongbow strongbow and coming in so belleg comes in with a you know a large force of elves from doriath uh i think with axes we're told that they have yeah. axes yeah they, they have battle uh, axes battle which axes. is great i know right like, for you just don't see elf. elves with battle axes like it's so good um, and so then they end up securing the area for, for a while, um, which was much needed for Nargothron, right? So we have the breather with Nargothron, right? Because um, Thingol sent Beleg and a force of uh, Doriath elves to, to help secure uh, Hithlum. Right. Right. Or the forests of Brethel. Brethel. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's around this time. Uh, that Huron and Hur are born. Right. Uh, it's Galdor. Galdor's their father. Halmir's oh. their grandfather. Okay. Okay. So Gal Galdor the Tall um, is his father. Um, and so Huron and Hur, uh, Huron and Hur, Hur. <laughs> God, I can't say his name. 
I know. For some tour. reason, it's easier. It's easier with the T's. Turin and tour. Yeah. Whore. It's, it's whore. easier than Hurin and whore. Well, when you say them back to back. Right. It was so they were born around this time. And I don't know if it was this battle specifically where, you know, um, you know, Beleg gets sent to like help secure it, right? That they're born and, and that this happens, but they they essentially go off to battle when they're like 13. Yeah, they're pretty like young. They're, yeah, it says when they come of age, but that's like 13, 14 years old. Yeah. So they're not even they're not men yet, right? right. So they go off into this battle, but they get separated. Mm-hmm. And while they're being while they're separated, um, they're pursued, um, but almost saves them. Yeah, um, because he knows that these people or these two kids specifically are going to be important to the elves. Yeah. This is a very important line moving forward. Yeah, and so. Um, uh, he is, he saves them so that they're able to cross a river or whatever. Um, and then uh, Thorondor uh, finds them kind of wandering out in the wilderness. And so he takes them and he flies them to Gondolin. Right. Um, what a place. What a place. What a place uh, and to be they're, to. they're the first men to see Gondolin. Mm-hmm. Right? Torgon uh, takes them in. Yeah. And he was pretty happy about it, too. Well, he was told by Omo, he's like, you better be nice to these two, right? Yeah. Because uh, they're going to be helpful to you. Right. Right. They're going to assist you. Um, Or their their line will assist you, right? Or you're something like that. Yeah. Um, And so he takes them in and he ends up growing to to really love them and care for them. Um, And um, he didn't want them to leave you know as they're getting older they want to go back uh, right uh to their to their people right and you know Torgon's got a rule yeah <laughs> no man no elf or man and he must have anticipated that a man would eventually find gondolin yeah uh once they find gondolin can leave um but uh, they you know they 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 kind of have to remind Torgon at this point like we're men yeah like we we need to one we need to be able to like because this is what what happened in the times right is like we have to prove ourselves as men Mm -hmm. we have families and and like a a line and a people that need us and we won't be able to help them like we don't live for thousands upon thousands of years like you we live for like 200 max <laughs> well i mean the the line that he tells them is is we are but mortal men and unlike the uh unlike the eldar or sorry and unlike the eldar uh they may endure for long years awaiting battle but for us the time is short and our hope and strength soon wither right yeah so it's this, it's this, it's it's saying you know you have the time to wait out for the best possible um you know uh, scenario for this battle we don't right right uh we we get a few more characters coming in like a good friend maglin um oh good old sharp glance old, old sharp glance <laughs> he, is, he doesn't like them and he doesn't like how much Torgon likes them right right because that's, he's like i'm family yeah right like that's that's how that is is like i'm family um, you should like me better. And the only reason why I came here is because you don't have an heir. 
yeah. right? That was kind of like his whole thing. Um, and that's going to get really fucked up if uh, if suddenly there's somebody else that can take my place. Yeah. Maglin's pushing them so much, right? He's saying that's wow. right. He's like, it, it's pretty fortunate that he's going to let you go, right? Because yeah. his law is that you can't go. Um, and they, they essentially, I think what it seems like from rereading it is they kind of get insulted by that, right? Yeah. And they take it upon themselves to, to swear, swear these, an oath, to swear these oaths, never to reveal uh, their counsels with, with Turgon. Right. Or to reveal the location of Gondolin. Right. right. I mean, they literally even, they nothing even, about it. And they even tell, you know, Torgon, right. It's like, he's like, we couldn't even tell people how to get here because when we came here, right. We were fucking on the back of a fucking Eagle. Yeah. High up in the sky. And we we're terrified because that's the first time we've ever been up in the air like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so our eyes were closed the entire time from. Yeah. Fright. Like, um, what, but, like, we well, wouldn't be able to tell anybody anyway. Yeah. And I mean, we'll they, leave the exact same way. Right. Right. Like, that's the whole point is yeah. that, like, also, we're going to leave the same way, which basically means, like, if Thorndor wanted to, he could have, like, circled way out and around and then yeah. bring them back down and go yeah. down somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, done the whole airplane route. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so they swear never, never to talk about Torgon or Gondolin and and when and, they and it's leaving. not just like you said it's not just how to get there it's everything about it right like they don't talk about it at all it's like those years did not exist to them yeah so when they get back their their dad's like we thought you guys were dead like where have you been they would not tell him right? yeah because they swore this oath right uh but their dad was like he's like you're fed right right you're dressed in princely attire like there's no way that you were just out in the woods this entire time. Right. And basically that's like what I like, get from them is them just saying like, we were safe. Yep. So yeah, <clears throat> so the, they don't even tell their father where they were. Um, and, you know, after they leave, Torgon, you know, learns about the siege, you know, being broken and Angband. Um, and he decides that, even though Gondolin is strong, right? It's not the time to announce ourselves because right. no one knows about Gondolin. Morgoth does not know about Gondolin. Okay. He, he all he knows is that, and this is uh, so all he knows is that um, Turgon and is it Turgon and Fingon? Yeah. Who's the Nargrithron. Yeah, that's Fingon. Yeah. Or Finrod Filigon. Yeah, Finrod. So all he knows is that Turgon and Finrod have completely disappeared from knowledge, right? Right. No right. one no one talks about them. No one no one knows anything. Because they got their their pretty little cities. Yeah. <laughs> he does know of Nargothron. Right. That there is a that there's something called Nargothron, right? Yeah. But he doesn't know where it is. And he doesn't and he has, know about Gondolin. He has no idea about Gondolin, right? Right. So he is, um, uh, he's essentially just kind of like, he's terrified of, of, of both of those guys. Right. Well, and, and especially because like, I mean, again, he doesn't know, but like Gondolin is at like the doorsteps of Angband. Right. That's like just right there. 
Yeah. Super close. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't know he he knows that they're not dead, but he doesn't know, you know, where it is. He doesn't know how strong it is. Um and and, and that's just kind of messing with his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so Turgon, you know, Turgon right, you know, after after Huron and Huor leave, um, decides that you know what we're not strong enough. This isn't winnable. I'm not about to risk everybody's uh, uh, lives in this war just yet. I'm going to try to see if I can get the Valar on our side. Right. So um, in secret, he sends some of the uh, uh, Gondolindrum. Yeah. Gondolindrum. Gondolindrum to build ships uh, in an attempt to sail and find Valinor. Because they can't, right. they can't find it at this point, right? They have left. We've talked about it. They've left. The way is shut to them, right? right. Um, and so they decide, well, we're going to try anyways, right? Right. We're going to try to find it. They even ask the assistance of seabirds to help them try to find it, and the birds are like, sure, right? Um, but they're useless as shit. Yeah, birds are useless as shit because they don't exist. Exist. Apparently, that's a meme. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, that's a whole like fucking movement. <laughs> birds aren't real. They're just uh, they're just government spies. Oh god. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So because birds aren't real, right? They're essentially useless. Yeah. Um, and Osei being Osei um, is like fuck your shit. I'm yeah. gonna fucking wreck your. your I shit. mean, that, like we talked about that, right? That that's his job. That's we his talked job. about that in our Valinor episode. Is like he got the job of like, all right, time to protect us. Yeah. So he just fucks shit up anytime yeah. any ships come that way. And so uh, they essentially lose almost everybody that went out on those on those excursions. Almost I, everybody. Well, the book says that the few returned, right? So few would suggest that there was more than one, but we know of one that returns, right? Right. Later on in the story. Um, and so, sorry, Turgon, you ain't going to get any help from from that side of yeah uh, uh, of the seas. Which really sucks. Like, I'm sure that they, like, like he, like, went out really hopeful, you know, and then, like, yeah, he's like years and years and years go by like, and we, nobody we, comes back. We weren't, you know, involved in any of that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say at at least 30 years go by before anybody shows up. What was seven years between? Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Well, I'm saying that because like Hoor has to grow up and have a child. Oh, that's true. And then Tour has to grow up before. I mean, he's at least 20. Uh, Somewhere. So so, um, Morgoth um kind of brings his forces back into angband right to kind of build up again right because like we said he's terrified of nargathron yeah doesn't know anything about gondolin well and he likes to do that knows, right he knows does that, like knows not knows that finrod and and um and torgon aren't dead right he does that big thing like he'll he'll like attack big and then pull it all back yeah. attack big pull it all back he's dumb yeah you press the attack yeah and and like that's the thing is like we kind of know that but, well in one one of the one of his unless you're problems, fighting unless you're fighting for points right yeah <laughs> that's how you're gonna win like well, if it's and, if it's collegiate wrestling right then yeah take them down that's two points one yeah. point escape take them down two points one point escape 
Now you got a four to two lead. You keep doing that. But he always goes too soon too, right? And so that's like one of the other problems is he can't really press his advantage because he goes too soon. Yeah, He always goes too soon. And, and because of that, he can't keep it going. He gets pushed back again. So he sends more spies out because he need, he's like, I need to know about Torgon. Right. right. And through his spies, he kind of finds out that there's this hidden place, right? Somewhere. But he still doesn't really have even an inkling of he where know, it might be. He doesn't know anywhere in the like the region of where it would be. Right? Yeah, it's it's not until it's not when, until just before it falls that he finds out kind of where right. It is. And and even like even then, like he's sent so many spies out in so many different places. He's like, it's gotta be kind of around here. Yeah, like he's like narrowing in. Yeah, which is uh, funny because like, yeah, I feel like even like two or three more years, he probably would have found it on his own. Yeah. Uh, so we know here, I know here that it's seven years after Dagger Briarlock that Morgoth okay. again presses the attack in Hithlum. Right. right. Fucking so, poor Hithlum. Right. Well, it's because it's because they they essentially resisted him. Right. right? And well, so, and because they're so close to Doriath as well. Right. And well, he doesn't like being told no to. Yeah, he's one of those kind of people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so uh, Galdor um, and his people are fighting off. I don't. I'm not quite sure where geographically. They're not where Fingon is. Um, uh, and so during the battle with Gal uh, that Galdor is in, he gets killed uh -huh. uh, defending. Whoa, he's in Ethel Syrian. That's where he's okay. Okay. Um, and he falls there. So now Huron becomes Lord of Dorloman. Right. Um, so he actually survives this battle and is able to drive the orcs to the desolate part of I forget how you say it. Ang Angfoglith. And 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 yeah, and yes, Anfaugleith. Yeah. Faug. Anfaugleith. Um and so on the other side where Fingon is, he's having less success because he's essentially outnumbered by the orcs that are kind of flowing down from the north. Right. Um, that is until Chris's favorite person shows up. Yeah. You got to love Kirdan, man. He comes <laughs> in right when he needs to. Fucking Kirdan the ship right. Coming in when he needs it. I mean, like, that's the thing. We don't hear a ton about Kirdan. Right. We know that he is a shipwright. I think the other thing that a lot of people don't remember about Kirdan is that he's he's like he's a warrior. He's a lieutenant. He's basically the Navy of Middle Earth. Like that's kind of his whole deal. His thing. Yeah. Like we we see that later on once we get into like more like the second age and stuff like that, that he is very much in with the councils. Um, he's he's lieutenants with um uh gilgalad um um and i mean that's his job right gilgalad attacks by land kirdan attacks by sea that's yeah. really kind of what they do so he comes in um orcs see this giant armada that's coming in right and they they bounce they're like we're out and so hithlam again like is able to push push everything to bay Right. Like one last time they're able to, well, 
not to ruin the history moving forward, <laughs> but they're able to, again, kind of push that um, and and really hold off Morgoth coming into that area, taking over. Yeah, taking over. I mean, and, and essentially like the mouth of Syrian, like it's a very important area of of Balerion. Like that is that is the mouth of of Syrian. That is like that is the um, oh, what's the what's the place called? Um, Drangus, like the oh, Bay yeah, of yeah. Drangus. Like yeah. that's where I mean that's where the elves very first came. Like that's where they landed. Yeah. Um, when they were coming over, right? So that's I mean that's that's where the that's where the burning of the fucking ships was is right there um if if you want to go all the way back to that um but it's it's just it's an interesting area because he keeps trying to push that and treat keeps trying to get that that spot right um and just seems like for the longest time he's he's not really able to um i i feel like you actually stopped in a good spot on this um and the reason why i say that is because after this, we're kind of going to need to cut back a little bit um, and talk about a story that we talked about in our Sauron episode, but we haven't gotten to yet in our history. We still haven't talked about what happened to Barahir and his men. Right. Um, and that's all happening about this same time. During the, this, this battle. Right. So our, the, it's during the battles like involved in the Dagger Briarlock. Because if you remember, we, we talked about how Baron and his nine, right? Nine companions. Yeah, I think so. Um, kind of took off um, basically to try and like save their house. Yeah. Right. And so they're in the wilderness fucking up uh, orcs and doing their thing as outlaws. Um, but we'll we'll talk a little bit about what happens um, during this same time with the men of Barahir and how that moves things forward, right? Because from Barahir, we do get Baron, right? And that line and what that means for elves and men moving forward from here. So, yeah um i don't know you, you got anything else about the history portion right here um it's interesting because there's a lot that happens um like right in this area and in my head i have to go back and like reread and re-listen to remember when things are happening yeah, it's all it's all kind of going like this yeah yeah Shifting. this was a good one this is a fun history one a fun history one. We're, I feel like we haven't done a history for a really long time because we took so long on Sauron. It, 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 you're right. It did. It's been it's been at least a month, I think, since we did a history one. I mean, I already published the last history one that we did. Is that the last last one? Yeah, that's our last history one that we oh, have. Good thing we did this one. Yep. Maybe we should do a back to back history one. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Next we time, have do three, another history. We have three Saurons. We have three Saurons coming up, guys um but hey guys it's been great um we're still getting a little bit of activity on instagram which is a lot of fun 
hit us up there at the underscore swole hero. Um, people seem to enjoy the um, Lord of the Rings uh, trailer title teaser video that we did. We've okay. got more views. We've got more views on that on on YouTube than we do on most of our videos. So that's good. That's good. Um, that might bring people yeah bring people over and we'll keep like like we said at the end of that video we'll keep doing that if they release an actual trailer we'll pop on and do a quick thing and release it and then we'll do that you know weekly for the show um and so hit us up on instagram talk to us i'm going to release the legolas workout on instagram either today or tomorrow uh i sent you the sauron workout already um, we may so, do that. We may do that today. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll give you guys the the word on that one. Um, it's going to be scaled. That one should be mean. It's going to be angry. That one sucks. There's devil presses. <laughs> it involves devil presses. I'm curious as to your numbering, and I think I know why you didn't do one. Can I talk about it? Yeah, go for it. So 16 rounds for time. Makes sense. Right? Okay. Nine, uh, seven, and one, right? I didn't do seven. Oh, no. You didn't do seven? Nine, six, and one. Nine, six, and one. Because I hold that he did not give one of the rings to Durin. Uh, then, and you didn't do the three. Because of the elves. Because of the elves. Yep. Okay. Yep. So nine, six, and one. Nine, six, and one. Yeah. The one is a ring muscle up, right? Ring muscle up. Yeah. He's going to be ringed in. Yeah, that's good. Did you get rings? Do you have rings? Yeah. Have you had rings? Uh, I got rings recently because I was nice. doing, I was trying to do a program, pull up program. That's and awesome. Was like one of the things is rings. So we have them just to, like Melissa's been doing the ring stuff with it. Okay. We just hang it through the top bar. So. yeah yeah no that's great um yeah doing like ring push-ups and ring dips um uh, builds a shit ton of strength and yeah. stability yeah cool um so yeah we're on uh all of the podcast things hit us up there like subscribe comment on uh youtube and anything else um i i always love when you guys comment on instagram so hit us up there I'm trying to post more, even if it's just like my workout for the day. Uh, if Carlos there. would send me videos of him working out, I'd post that too. But if you, get, if you give me the password to the I account, just, I could yeah, add I could it just and then let I could you just log in. Do, do it myself. That's true. Why, um, why middleman it? So hit us up, guys. Uh, we love doing this. It's a lot of fun, even when we have to yell at and argue with stupid people online. Um, I, don't, I don't argue with stupid that don't know anything about anything because the show's not even out. I just um, go, what the hell? Yeah. And, 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 and that's the whole thing is people who like to comment like that online don't care anyway. They don't care about the facts. They just want to be angry. Don't be angry, guys. Be happy. Be happy. We're it's getting a good a show. Day. We're getting a show. We're getting a show. We're getting the second fucking age. We're getting at least five possibly eight seasons of a show God damn. so That's yes 800 years yeah who knows who knows how long we're getting all right guys all right. uh so that's it uh it's been a lot of fun this was a good one i loved it
Bye.